0: Sunday night, a special edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio, he's Ben. Ben, how's it going?
1: Much better than the last time we chatted
0: up on here, man. You looked terrible last week. I could tell you, you, I almost lost you a a couple of times during the show. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to look for another host because this one might pass out while we're recording. Yeah, I was was not feeling well,
2: that's for sure.
0: So I guess your week's uh, part mostly consisted of getting a lot of rest.
1: Well, I tried, and then um, either on Tuesday or Wednesday, I forget which one, but I literally thought... Uh, I literally thought that was it for Charlie, because he um, he was having um, some major issues, and I, we and mom and I took him to the vet, and she said, you know, you might want to come with me. This might be it. So, long story short, it, it's not, and he's he's gonna be fine. Why? What, what um, well, he had he had. Um, he was having bowel control issues, and then in the midst of that, we um, we noticed some blood coming from a very unfortunate place, so uh, we thought that it was, like, an internal thing. And, um, you know, and we, we had had a similar issue with one of my older dogs, um, you know, before Charlie's time and once that started happening with her we put her down um so that's why we thought it was the same issue with charlie but thank god that wasn't the case and he's going to be completely fine um so yeah suffice to say this week was not a good one for us and um i'm just happy to be back on here for a sense of normalcy um but uh I guess I'll just keep talking as Elio prepares whatever he's preparing. But, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys definitely had a better week than I did, that's for sure. And here's Elio
0: back right now. Sorry, I, I, I had it on mute because I was coughing, but I, I was just uh, plugging my uh, USB in so I can... Oh, no, you're fine, buddy. Oh, sorry, that sounded uh, somewhat like my cat that uh, we had to put down in 2006, because he was, like, going to the bathroom, like, all over, anywhere, except the litter box, and, like, my dad was getting mad, because he thought the cat was doing it on purpose, and then we didn't know that the cat was actually sick, so there was something wrong, we took him to the vet, and they told us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and luckily, luckily it didn't turn out to be as bad as what we thought, but, yeah, it was just not a good day.
0: Alright, and, um, okay, you know what, now you know I'm always looking, uh, I'm always uh, watching these, like, weird movies, and that's where you get my posters.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so, Tubi has a lot of cartoons, and earlier today, now, how familiar are you with the Archie comics? Um, not, not at all. Okay, well, you know the show Riverdale, right? I know of it, yes. Okay, but you never seen it. Okay, well, Riverdale is basically the Archie comics. Okay, it's the characters from the Archie comics. End up, and then up, uh, then they made it. They turned it into a group in the sixties. So I was watching Archie's Weird Mysteries. This was really bad. It's it was it's like Scooby Doo on crack. Is what it was like. Lord. I'm like, this is so bad. No wonder it lasted one season. And then, out of Archie, they spun off Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my god. She even had her own cartoon, which is even worse. I'm like, what is this going I'm like, can't so, stop. it doesn't matter how bad the show is, I can always... I always have content to create movie posters and the posters usually turn out better than the shows themselves.
2: Absolutely.
0: And um, now you saw the picture on my profile when you logged in. Yes. I, yes, I did. <laughs> okay. So you, and, shit out of me. And you were telling me about Child's Play. I like what you've seen. Okay. Now, did you know that's actually based on a true story? Uh, no, I didn't. Child's Play, uh, the original 1988 um, movie with Chucky, is based on a true story about a doll doll that was possessed. The doll's name is Robert the Doll.
1: Oh, God.
0: Um, Yep. I did not know that that they actually, that movie was the basis, or that story was basis for the Child's Play movie. Oh, boy. So that was interesting.
1: Sounds like somebody has an overactive imagination, okay. either that or a severe mental
2: problem.
0: Right, Well, I mean, uh, all these, uh, like uh, Alfred Hitchcock, his movies are based on true events as well. Yeah, but that, that, that's a
1: lot easier to buy than you know than say Chucky being based on a true story.
0: Because
1: Chucky is so outlandish.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the uh, Chucky's like over the top, but. Uh, we, had a, we had a creepy doll in my house, okay? Now, this doll. She had a red dress and, like, blonde curly hairs, okay? Uh-huh. Blonde curly hair. And uh no eyeballs, just, like, the white part of the eye. So it would sit in the chair in the living room, okay? And it would scare the crap out of me, all right? <laughs> uh, I don't even know where my mom got it. I'm like, get rid of this doll, please. <laughs> And then, like, the cat used to sit on the coffee table, right? Yeah. And, like, one day the cat was sitting on there, staring at the doll, and then staring at me. I'm like, what's wrong? And the cat starts starts meowing. And I'm like, I'm like, look, even the cat's afraid of the doll. Get rid of this. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. You, know, you know, something that we have a lot of them from... A lot of uh, wrestling to get into this week. Uh, plus, like, uh, plus earlier this week, um, Friday actually, uh, NXT releases, which yes. I can, I can take over for you since I I know like, since I'm watching the show.
1: Yes, I I have I have the list up so we can discuss them.
0: Oh, so do I. I I, I got the list up from because uh, it was sent to me that's that's how I got the list, and that's when that's why I sent it to you
2: very so
0: good. so let me just pull this list up all right first we're going to go with the two that are not on this list all right so our uh, first one is Malcolm Bivens.
1: yeah that one was uh, that was the very first one that was announced
0: i think yeah and uh, he chose not to resign so that's why that was why he got released, and the Kodakai, which was surprising, chose not to resign as well. So that was the reason for her release. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean I can understand why
1: people were surprised, but it's it's honestly uh, to me it wasn't that big of a deal if you consider what the new MXT has turned out to be. I mean, why would
0: any of the old guard want to be associated with that? No, but I'll tell you why it surprised me, because why are you going to put the title, tag team titles on her at send and deliver only to take it away two days later? Right, well, the same... I mean, the same thing happened for a very different
1: reason with uh, Nash Carter. But,
0: you know. And apparently, um, I heard that... That uh, post that his uh, ex uh, put up on her Twitter—that was that wasn't the actual reason for his release. Yeah, I I heard that myself. So, <clears throat> and, and I saw the picture that he posted. I'm like, why would you do that?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that was stupid. But then again, it was you know eight years ago.
0: So, oh, is that when that picture took when he did that picture? Yeah. Oh okay. You see, I don't understand why in 2022 are people so worried about something that happened years ago. Well, and that's why it's called the past. Well, you have to, you
1: have to keep in mind how um, how politically correct WWE has has to be because because of being publicly traded.
0: So no, I get no. I'm saying like in general, like uh, like. That's why it's called the past, because that's where it is. It no, I, I 100% agree with you, absolutely. So let's take a look at the, uh, the, the other names on this list. The first one we have is Harland, which I'm not surprised because they, they, they totally messed this guy up from the beginning. Yeah, you see, well, his his character was terrible. Then you put him with Joe Gacy, and like he really had nothing. He had like three matches; and they were all squash. And I even read the reason that WB released him because they weren't. They said they wouldn't see any progress. He didn't give him many chance to progress.
1: Well, yeah, that was my argument as well. So, you know, and and th- and not that they did this with him, but. The new rule is, you know, each new guy is given six months to progress,
0: or else they're out of there. Well, man, you, you were saying that you were telling me that on the past episode. That's why. which,
1: Which the majority of people that I don't think, you know, if they're brand new as a professional wrestling business, um, I don't think six months is a fair amount of time. I would. I would have to say you got to give them at least a year if you're if you're taking them from nothing. It's because it's not as if you know these aren't established indie names. You know WWE is going from or trying to go from the ground up, especially with this. Um, you know, and what what's it called? Uh, the the NFT is that what it's called?
0: And. Yeah, what is NFT? What is that sent for again?
1: I, I I don't know. Let me let me um, let me look it up. Yeah, so yeah. well while 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 I
0: while I move on to the next uh, name on this list, which I'm sure this one's gonna hurt you, but Persia Parada's is, Persia Parada is the next name released. I know that hurts you. No more Indy Hartwell, no more Dusha and Duke Hudson <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> that is so bad. That storyline was terrible. And it made no sense. Okay, so, uh, actually, I'm looking up uh, Persia Prada right now. Ben. Yeah. The other names that she competed under. Okay. Yeah. Steph Delander, which is her name, Stephanie Delandry. Uh, Persia Piranha and Facebrook. Oh, that is terrible. What in the world? Okay, so she started on the independent circuit in 2017 under that name Facebrook. So, her first, uh, she started out in Australia and then, uh, her WB was her first, uh, company. Alright, next one on here is Draco Anthony, which does not surprise me because, you know what? I even said it. I wasn't seeing anything from this guy. There was just something not uh, clicking with him.
1: Oh, so, I'm sorry. I I got it wrong. I just finished looking this up. There there are NFTs for WWE, but, but the thing that I was thinking of was was the NIL program, which is next in line. Yeah,
0: next in line.
1: For college athletes. Yep. The, I'm trying, let me think of what NFTs are. Because I, I don't even know what
0: it stands for. I Just This isn't it something like, kind of like merchandise or something?
1: I want to, um... I want to say that it is, but I'm I'm not. But then again, I don't want to. Okay, here's, it still doesn't tell me what it stands for, but this is what the definition is. So it says, NFTs are unique tokens that exist on a blockchain like Ethereum or Solana. Okay, you know what?
0: Okay, you know what? Hold on, you just answered my question. You know what? That's friggin' cryptocurrency. That's what NFTs are.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, signify ownership over an asset like a digital training card.
0: Nope, I I I don't do the cryptocurrency stuff. Uh, No. No,
1: I don't. I don't either.
0: I don't. I don't understand the big deal with this Bitcoin or whatever that they keep talking about. So, Draco Anthony is the next uh, name on here. Let's look up uh, this guy. Draco Anthony. Okay. He's only been on uh, 205 Live and in NXT, so there's not much on this guy. Yeah, he he wasn't there for very long, I don't think. No, but also, I like I said, I wasn't seeing anything in this guy. There was something missing. Now, the next one we have is Mila Malani. And, again, I don't know who this, these names are. I, I only really know Harlan, Persia, Draco. Yeah, um,
1: I if I'm not mistaken, uh, she may have been one of those that didn't even make her in-ring debut. Hold on, let me look it up. How
0: do you spell her name? Me, Mila, like M I L A, Malani. Okay. M A L A N I. And while we do that, I'll move on to the next name. Before we do that, we should mention Dexter Lewis was also on that list.
1: Which is a- which is an absolute travesty.
0: That- that's terrible. I don't know why- why would you release him? Unless he chose not to resign as well, but I haven't heard anything.
1: Okay, clearly that's not how you spell her name, cause I just got a bunch of porn that popped up. Uh oh. Oh
2: so. boy. <laughs> <laughs> So that's
0: not, that that's not. That's not. That's not. Well, I guess that's that's the way I I have it uh, written here. But um, yeah, I, I if
1: I could be mistaken, and I, I wish we had more of a of like a fan interaction feature on this podcast, just so they could help us out a little bit. But if I'm not mistaken, um, she was uh, she was one of those that um was released without even having an in ring
0: debut. So wow. I don't I don't know what the hell they're thinking there. So the next one on the list is Raylan Divine. Um
1: yeah and she may she may have been one of those as well because I've never even okay. Okay, I I I got Mila Milani now. Hold on, one.
0: Yeah, I, I do have her as well. Hang on. So,
1: um, okay, well at least we didn't get porno pilot this time. That's a step in the right direction.
0: I see it says she was yet to make her NXT debut, so yeah. she never she never made her debut. Yeah, and I think.
1: Um, I think the the next name you mentioned also falls into that category. Ray,
0: Raylan Devine, yep. And then uh, after that, on the list we have St. Janet George and Paige Prinzivalli. Again, never heard of these names.
1: Yeah, well, you know, so clearly. Clearly the names of interest were, um, you know, were Harland,
0: um, Dexter Loomis. Why do you sign these people if you're not even going to give them a chance to make their debut? I don't know. Like, because it sounds like they're just wasting time. You want to know
1: the answer to that question? And I, I I truly believe that this is the, that this is the answer, and, and this is not sour grapes. This is not me sh- trying to shit on anything. I think the reason why they're doing that is because they're so desperate to find the next star before AEW finds them, or before anybody else can find them. You know because. Let's face it, um, you know, when, who's next after Roman Reigns, brother? I mean, who is it? I mean, you know, you, you got Cody Rhodes and then you got nobody else. So, um, but, but the thing is, they are, they are so obsessed with building their own names from the bottom that they don't want to sign anybody from the Indies. Um, or anything like that, so I don't know, I don't know how you can, you know, get, get people involved in your system, and only give them six months to develop, like that, to to me, okay, this, maybe, maybe this will make more sense to people, because, because wrestling is a, is a different entity than other professional sports, but you know what This reminds me of this new system under Bruce Prichard and Vince? Um, it's, like, it's like trying to get a brand new baseball player, who just started playing baseball, to go up to the majors in six months. Like, that's not gonna happen. You're not gonna go from single A to the, to the majors in six months.
0: Like uh here's another one. Um, now on NXT, Von Wagner's been having matches. He defeated Ickman Jiro in that one match, and he threw him over the ropes into the audience. And there was this woman there, Sophia. I think her name is uh, Sophia Cromwell or something like that. Okay. And there now, then I was I was looking her up. She's a, a new uh, NXT signee. And they also have Mesa's sister in there as well. Oh, true. Sure. They also have Mesa's sister in there as well. She just signed. So, I'm where, I, yeah. not, not you have to wonder of them how long it's going to be before they get released. Even well, before they
1: get a debut. Well, and, you know, I just, um, just before we came on here there, I was reading that, uh, there are more releases coming this time from the main roster. Oh god. So, actually, actually actually you know what? I'll read that report uh, live on the air because why the hell not? It's our show.
0: Oh, by the way, um Mace, now okay, you know LA Knight's got his own faction on SmackDown, right? Yeah. The Knight model management.
1: Yeah, I, he, I saw I saw the dark segment with him and uh, Mace.
2: God.
0: Yeah, he's you know got a, he's got Mansoor and he's got Mace that they've renamed Face. <laughs> what? Oh, please shut the fuck
2: up!
1: <laughs> and and I'm, I'm not referring to you. I just you know what the
2: hell?
0: Face is the name of one of the characters on the A team. Oh Jesus Christ! What? Why? Okay, well, there, well, there's really.
1: There's really nothing to that report other than Meltzer stating that there are more people... Wait, you say it's coming
0: from Dave Meltzer? Well, then it must be true if it's coming from Dave Meltzer, right? Because he never lies. No. I'm not a Dave Meltzer fan. Fuck you, Dave Meltzer. I'm
1: not a Dave Meltzer fan. I'm just not.
0: I uh, I told you, I've had to listen to to this crap for ten years because he had his own... Spot on uh, this podcast we had in sh- here in Toronto called <laughs> Live Audio Wrestling.
1: Oh, you poor, poor bastards!
0: So every every week. And now we're going to turn over to the Wrestling Observer Extra with Dave Meltzer. I'm like, oh god. Oh Christ! All right. So that's all the that's basically the big news from this coming out of this week. Uh, now we're moving to the weekly shows. Yes, sir. All right, first up is Monday Night Raw. Here we go. So, Monday Night Raw this week. Let me see what we have here. All right, Monday Night Raw. I, for high points, I gave it to the Randy Orton celebration. Um, Oscar's return, Mustafa Ali's return. Mustafa Ali versus The Miz was one of my high points. As well as that eight-man tag match in the Finn Balor and Damien Priest.
1: Okay, you, uh, okay, so you were feeling slightly generous
0: for 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 low points. I gave you that stupid mixed tag match. Can we stop? Yeah,
1: I I just don't get it.
0: And I gave it to the uh, arm wrestling uh, segment, as well as the Veer versus Sam Smothers. You know. I, I... I don't... I'll just go ahead and say it
1: right now. I don't see anything for Veer. I, I really don't. I, I could very easily see him getting released um, in the near future.
0: He his debut.
1: Yeah, and, and another guy who I can see getting released, um, speaking of Veer, is Shanky. Because he's just god-fucking-awful. He is! Oh, yeah, I, I we have a question.
0: He... Where did he come from, though? This
1: guy? Uh, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But he had an Intercontinental title match against Ricochet. Um, to which I would have to ask this question. Um... What the fuck did he do to earn an Intercontinental title ranch? And I I already know the answer, so don't even try to justify it, you (laughs) online Twitter nerds. Uh, (laughs) Elon Musk will find and destroy each and every one of you, and I'm here for
2: it. Okay,
0: uh, do you have anything uh, for us? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. So, um, the, the high points I had were, um, let's, let's see, let me keep going down here. It's certainly not anything re- regarding Tamina. Uh, I'm going to give it to Mustafa Ali versus The Miz. Uh I'm gonna give it to um to, let's see, what what is this? Um I'm just making sure. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna give it to the six man tag match.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That was good. Um and then the only other high point that I had was um Finn Balor versus Damian Priest as Edge is on his throne watching Priest. And we now officially have a name for the stable involving Edge and Damian Priest, and that is Judgment Day.
0: Okay, Ben, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know what, I, I was thinking about doing this. Now, we, we, we've we moved uh, from through Saturdays to Fridays, okay? Right? Yeah. So I'm thinking about the, the questions that we uh, ask on the other show. I'm going to ask them to you cuz I want to get your cuz I am going to I'm going to include you in this as well. So okay. I'm get your thoughts on the, the, the questions that we post. Okay. So the first one we the first post we put up there is to do with uh the group it says it's called "Name This Stable." That that's actually fans can't see this, but that's actually the poster I created for 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 that.
1: Right, I saw that earlier.
0: So, name this stable, man. Well, if you didn't already know that they were called Judgment Day, what would you could you come up with something? Uh,
1: not, not on the fly. I I would um like some something something to piggyback off the brood, like I, w- I would have just called it the new brood.
0: I really would have. Let me read you a couple of comments here. Of course, we had the we we have the those fans that have to ruin everything by uh, saying. Judgment Day. <laughs> All right, and uh, one one person wrote House of Darkness. No, then, no, that's too similar to the House of Black. Another one wrote, said, call them ethnic. What? Ethnic. The fuck is that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> another one said Armageddon.
1: That, that was actually, good. That was but, actually but, good. But that
0: was, that was another pay
1: per view. I know, but but since since oh, yeah. WWE
0: went off an old pay per view name, Armageddon's not that bad. Yeah. Well, compared to these next three that I'm going to throw out, next four, sorry. First of all, the judgment. Okay, stop, because it's Judgment Day, so why, 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 why are you going to just change it one more and add one word? Yeah. Then we had Dark Nightmare.
1: Oh, no, too, too similar to Cuddy Rhodes, giving Dark Ministry. Well, that's actually
0: good. Dark Ministry would work. And the last one we have, no, sorry, last two we have, first we have Redemption.
1: Oh, that doesn't make any sense.
0: And the last one, Birds of Prey.
1: Okay, somebody's been watching too many Marvel (laughs) movies or whatever. (laughs) And you uh,
0: you said that's too similar to House of Black on, on Friday night. Yeah. We asked uh, the fans to comment what they would name the stable. Someone actually said House of Black.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: What, what kind of people watch your show? Good God. Now, uh, also, uh, uh, one of them actually came up with a good name that he, that made me think. He said, call them Sinister Mayhem.
1: Well, well that... That kind of reminds me of like the ministry name, so like, like... No, no, your...
0: no, 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 because that made me think because if you call him Sinister Mayhem, bring in the Sinister Minister, Jim Mitchell. Well,
1: he's yeah, I, I always liked the Sinister Minister, I always thought he
0: was cool. Alright, and, so, and the second post we had was which version of Randy Orton do you like better? The Viper, The Legend Killer, or RK-Bro? Which will, which version do you like better?
1: The Legend Killer.
0: Okay. I like uh, I like the Viper version because like, he had, that was in 2009. He had some of the, the best oh, feuds, yeah. especially oh, yeah. at, 2000... that one with Triple H.
1: 2009 was was a, a fucking great year for yeah. Randy Orton, absolutely.
0: Especially at 3D, I Triple H. Triple oh, I, H, Triple H beat the crap out of him at his house.
1: <laughs> so, I agree.
0: I put that in a poll. Now, I put Legend Killer slash Viper because it won't let you put more than two options. Right. So, 69% said they, they like the Viper version better than the Arcade Bro version.
1: Well, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that.
0: And we had one comment from from uh, that guy Greg's other half. Oh, Christ. She, in heaven. Okay, so Blaze commented and said, I'm torn. The Legend Killer served his purpose. RK, bro, it's got a lot of potential. Just hope they don't screw it up with bullshit writing. Yeah, well, that, well, at least
1: that wasn't an S nine statement. So
0: that, that 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 was pretty good. Okay, so you kind of answered the question. You you like the Legend Killer, but you leaning more towards Arcade Bro. See, I like when they answer questions.
1: Yeah, so sometimes it's really, sometimes it seems like it's really hard for because, people
0: because, to be, to answer be, a
1: fucking question.
0: Because. We said now. Listen to the question: Which version do you like? Legend Killer, Viper, or Arcade Pro? One person said, "I like Apex Predator." Oh my! God. <laughs> that God. wasn't one of the options.
1: Ah, oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, so that is a Monday Night Raw. Do you have anything else to add, or no, sir? All right, we move on to NXT. Um High points for me were like, I the of The Fantasma versus Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley. Uh, they they really seem to like this Fallon Henley. Another one, uh so apparently Casey Kenansaro debuted her new name, Katana Chance. God But uh one high point I gave to Mandy Rose and Roxanne Perez. This was a great match. I really like. I really like Roxanne Perez.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't mind seeing
0: Roxy uh, and and I might yeah. turn it on one time for that. Well, uh, yeah, she uh, made her debut last week, and then uh, she was supposed to make it this week, but she they moved it to last week, and then uh, this week she faced Mandy Rose. Cool. And uh, low points for me Nikita Lyons. I like Nikita Lyons, but Lash Legend still needs work. So that's my low point. Yeah. And also Tony D'Angelo and Von Wagner. And Tony D'Angelo introduced two new uh, associates. Uh, st- their names are Stacks and Two Dimes. Like my- God,
2: holy
0: he, shit. He thinks he's a godfather now. Like, because apparently, like, um... Uh, on a couple of weeks back on NXT, they had a segment where AJ Galante came out and and officially named Tony D'Angelo the dawn of NXT. And, uh, okay, my uh, co-host the part- is... Pardon me, I, I yep, had to call. No, no, you're good. So I was, I was just saying, uh, AJ Galante came out. They had a segment where he officially named Tony D'Angelo the dawn of NXT. Um, well, you uh, knew that was coming. Like, you, he, I mean, you knew it. So, like, he, he doesn't even look like a mafia hitman. He, uh, what, what mob guy dresses in a tracksuit?
1: You know what? You know what he looks like. He looks like the guy that works at the deli counter in the Italian neighborhood. Like, shut the fuck up. Like
0: his character is just bad. Like Anna, uh, when he when he was for, when he first introduced himself, like we talked about it on the show, and uh, then uh, they asked me like what my thoughts on Tony. The and they're like, come on, like he's Italian, right? You got, you got that character, right? I'm like, I don't like it. No, I don't either. I mean, I wanted to because I'm, like, I'm big into, like, mobsters and, like, gangster movies.
1: Yeah.
2: But
0: I just can't with this guy.
1: Actually, they, uh, now, I was still sick last night, so I recorded them rather than watch them. So I'm probably going to watch one of them tonight. Oh, what'd you uh, record? They were The Godfather and The Godfather Parts of...
0: You, you got a lot of hours uh, ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Those are
1: some long movies, dude. Yeah, but they're really, really good. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: they are. They are. I'm just saying, those are those long are like the movies. first ones. Holy, you know what? No, hold on, that you just gave me a thought. I, let me look something up here. The Godfather. Okay. So the first one is 2 hours and 55 minutes The second one is 3 hours and 22 minutes So that's like over 5 hours <laughs> Yeah that's, that's All together right. that's Yeah that's crazy <laughs> Alright so um, That's all I have for NXT uh, Why don't we move on to AEW Dynamite Ben what do you have for us? Uh, yeah, let me, um, I'll hang
1: on one second. I have it pulled up, but all of a sudden you're low on volume. Oh, can you hear me? No. Oh.
0: Hang on one second. Okay, cause I mean,
1: I can you
0: hear you, um. No? Yeah. Okay, it must be this wire. On here because right? it moves like I, up and down. The one I'm pulling on right now, you see okay, my. Okay, well now I can't hear you. Now you can. Yeah. Yeah, but you see, my hand was uh, my. I was pulling on this wire thing. This one, yeah, it's up and down. So I'm not sure. All right. So what do you have for us for AEW?
1: Um. So. Obviously, the first match was a highlight. Dax Hardwood oh, versus Cash good
0: Wheeler. Good match. Uh,
1: run that back for me again, please. Um, th- this match was absolutely awesome.
0: And then. This was. Yeah, I, I, actually, this was brought to my attention. I did not know this. I was just sitting there watching. This match was the exact match that Bret Hart and Owen Hart had.
1: Yeah, I, I noticed a lot of similarities between the WrestleMania 10 match between Owen and Bret and this one. Yeah, but it, it was done in like a cool tribute kind of way. So yeah, so, no, um, no,
0: I, I really liked it, and I like that ending yeah. uh, where they hugged and uh, by, everything. By the yeah, way, I, I can't
1: hear you again. I re-
0: I, I really like the ending where uh, after the match. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And then um, and then I also really liked um, the the main event with uh, um, not not undisputed air but Sc- Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara. And okay, uh, but for you But uh, I have I have one request. Actually I have two. Yeah, go on. Two requests. One now, now that the title is back on Scorpio can we please stop with the hot potato bullshit? um because it's really pissing me off and devaluing the championship and number two can we please please stop with the make out sessions before glad <laughs>
0: right? and see me tomorrow? right i was so I was one so that's why i stopped myself because i'm like go ahead because i know what you're gonna say I mean, it's brother. It's like I need mouthwash after watching that stop. shit. Yeah, just stop. And how bad was that segment between our freaking impeachment tent and uh, Ty Conti? Oh my god, that it was. Terrible. <laughs> it was gone awful. So, uh, is that your high, is that your low points or your high points? That was my, that was
1: my high points, and then low points was uh, let me just make sure I got them right. Um, Low Plains was undisputed air versus Dante Martin, Brock Anderson, and Lee Johnson, yeah. and the and the varsity plans.
0: Wait, we said the main event.
1: No, the the main event was. Scorpio oh, no no uh,
0: no! No, I was thinking because I was I was thinking of another thing where uh, like because how was Brock Anderson in the final match of a uh, show. No. Oh, I, must, I, mean, I must have thought about thinking of something else.
1: You know, and he's young, he's got plenty of time, but right now he's not yeah. very good. And then actually, you know, um, I forgot this, but the absolute high point was the return of Ray Phoenix.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then my other um my other low point was um S- Serena Deep versus Hikaru Ushida. I, t- I typically like this matchup when it happens, but there was just something missing from this one.
0: And Grandma Deep still had that uh, bun.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, well, stop! She, and, yeah, she's too beautiful for that. No, nah, nah, like, you y- y- gotta stop that.
0: Well, I, well, I'm just gonna pull up Serena Deep. Oh,
1: and from the um, from the review, I'm using this. Uh, this person absolutely loved this man. She called it a certified banger and gave it four, four stars. Ben, I would like to I would like to respectfully ask him what the fuck was he watching.
0: Ben, yeah. The woman is 35 years old. Why are you wearing a bun that makes you look like you're 50?
1: Well, that and that's a very, very good question.
0: Like she doesn't need it. like she's and uh, because uh, we we were gonna take it out of the book, uh, but I was like well no, she wore it out to the ring. She only lost it during the match, so I can't really count that. Yeah, she still had it.
1: I can't believe she's only thirty five. After looking at her, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean she's, a, she's, I mean, she's a very beautiful woman, and this gimmick just doesn't do her any good.
0: Like, she wears that robe that I'm not sure, like, uh... It was weird. It, it's like she just woke up.
1: It's, yeah. uh,
0: it's it's how it looks to me. Like, with that robe and her hair, done like that. Exactly. Alright, so, uh, do you have anything else? No, that was all... Okay, so for me, I gave it to Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood. I gave it to the six-man tag, because like, the, the fans uh, were, were really behind uh, Wheeler, you and uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. I gave it to Ward Lone, Lance Archers because like, Lance Archer's a big guy, and like for him to take uh, those power bombs that he took... Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um... And the Death Triangle, Ray Phoenix's return. My low point was Chirko's appreciation society, like Eddie Kingston getting in Jericho's face like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew that that was going to be a low little... point.
0: That was how... that was so bad. But Eddie Kingston was terrible in this segment.
1: Well, you know, saying Eddie Kingston is terrible with any segment is just blasphemy. But so I don't agree with you there, but. Um I oh, yeah. understand I understand where you're coming from with the Jericho Appreciation Society.
0: Yeah, but you know finally they he was like over the top with his acting. Uh, yeah. Alright, so that's so what, is that all we have for uh AEW? Yes sir. Alright, we're gonna move over to SmackDown, my god.
2: Ah, <sighs>
1: fuck! You know, and and I have to, I have to admit. I mean, I watched it, but um, just so you're aware, I was extremely sick during this show. So, you know, I didn't really retain anything, but I can, I can talk to you a little bit.
0: I'm so upset with you right now because I wish I could have slept through this show.
1: <laughs> well, well, uh, well, uh, well, I'll tell you what, WWE is giving the old college try to make their fans fall asleep during these shows. I'm going to
0: start with my low points. I have a lot of them. Okay. First, of, first of all, happy talk. Anytime happy talk is on my screen, it's a low point. Thank you to Raquel, Ra- Raquel Gonzalez versus Cat Cro- Cordova or whatever her name is. Yeah, the new day segment because uh, Kofi's starting this stupid Shaken Sheamus uh, chat now. That was oh, just Jesus stupid. Christ. Sheena and Naomi, uh, the beat the two beat the clock challenges were terrible. But but you know
1: what was the point of having a beat the clock challenge that night? I mean that's what I don't understand. And then on top of that. You know, like, this might be breaking news to you folks, but I fucking hate Charlotte Ware. <laughs> because, and, 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 in this instance, I have, I have good reason to back that up. So she's in the middle of a beat the clock challenge match, okay? And, um, and Ronda Rousey had already had hers. So it was up for, um, it was up to uh, Charlotte to beat the clock. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the time that she had to beat was a minute and 41 seconds. Right? And, and, and they're coming out to, out from the bill with a fucking lockup in a, in a beat-the-clock challenge match, okay... Charlotte and Flair was like she's strolling down the grocery aisles collecting mayonnaise and celery for her weekly snack. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. Ew. I, 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 mean, I mean, did I say mayonnaise? I meant to say peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter and celery. But it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, there's no urgency. Everything about the women's division sucks. And,
0: and
1: you know, I and I hate when they just do that. Well, and, and that's the other thing. Okay, that's another low play I'll put on there because okay, two two weeks ago he was a, a backstage interviewer, right? And then what was he? Um, what was he last
0: week? The um. um Oh yes. fuck! But anyway, anyway was he, it, he it was he in, in ring interviewer? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, so so two weeks ago he was a backstage
1: interviewer. Last week he was interning for Adam Pierce. and then this week he's the he's the bellman, right? Okay, and his <sighs> evening ends because he took a big kick. And the figure eight from Charlotte Flair. Okay. Bad. First off, this is fucking terrible. Secondly, it makes Drew Drew Gulak look like a fucking goon when he's a world class, world class professional wrestler doing this with Charlotte fucking Flair. Have I mentioned how much I despise Charlotte Flair? (laughs)
0: you've had that up a few times. I, I
1: I despise her voice. I despise her mannerisms. I despise her outfits. But when she's not going bell to bell, everything else about her can shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I, I I can't I can't stand it. But it's just, what are they doing to Drew Gulak?
0: I know, man, yeah, it's terrible. So.
1: So with with a lot of your low points, I agree with them. But I'd, I'd like to add I'd like to add one more if I could.
0: I think I know. Go ahead.
1: So what the hell was Ricochet versus Shanky for the Intercontinental Title? I know I've said that. I know I mentioned this before. But what the fuck has Shanky done to warrant an
0: Intercontinental Title match? I even gave a little point to the contract signing because that was stupid.
1: Because the contract signings don't mean anything. No, they but, no,
0: but it, this one was especially was stupid. Well, yeah, I mean... Because yeah. if you remember, Roman Reigns told the Usos to go to Raw and bring back the Tag Team Championships. Yeah. How are you, you going to do that now when you rip the contract up and you well, turn it into a six-man? Well,
1: you're, you're not number one. Number one was that you just made your top star look like a fucking asshole. Because now his goal is unimportant and, and by extension Roman Reigns is unimportant because the storyline that he was involved in was canceled. Um... You know, and it's just not that I'm overly fond of the tag team titles, but anything that's associated with Roman Reigns should not be treated as second fiddle. And that's what that's what ended up happening by canceling the the tag team title match at Backlash.
0: So bad.
1: Oh, it was it's terrible. All
0: right, uh, so that's all I have for SmackDown. Do you have anything else? No,
1: no, the other the other low points I agree with. And did I, did I get my high points?
0: Uh, I'm guessing it's the same one that I have. I gave it to Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then That's we're, pretty much it. we're
1: covered. Okay.
0: All right, let's move on to Rampage. Ben, what do you have? <laughs>
1: okay. You know, Rampage is such a, such a hit or miss show. Have you have you noticed that like it can either be really really good or just really really bad? Yeah, and you know I would have to say that outside of Swerve Strickland versus Darby Allen, this really lands in the bad department. Um, I liked how they brought up the history between Darby Allen and uh, and Swerve. They said that that. They had faced each other um, six times previously, with uh, Swerve going four and two in the previous six matchups. That that was a that was a nice little addition, uh, but yeah, that match was definitely the high point. And then um, I'm trying to see if there were any other high points. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give um I'll I'll give uh, Samoa Joe a high point only because it's fucking Samoa Joe. But even with that, you know, why is Trent Beretta getting a Ring of Honor TV title shot? You know, like. AEW really needs to do a better job of building up Rampage and giving us reasons for the matches and why they're taking place. Yep. Because, Trent,
2: you cannot
1: convince me that Trent Moretta versus Samoa Joe isn't the most random fucking matchup you've heard of in 2022. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> I, am I wrong? No, it's right up there with Shaggy versus Ricochet. Like, what the fuck? You know,
1: I just, I don't really understand that. And then uh, the low points were, um, and I I know you're going to be, your heart's just going to be shattered by this, but I had two low points. One, what were the baddies versus Sky Blue, Trisha Dora and Lilo Nightingale? Why would that break my heart? Well because, you know, you have a crush on the baddies. I don't know.
0: Alright, fine, go on. <laughs> uh,
1: and then and then Keith Lee beating Colton Gunn. Who can, who could possibly give a fuck? You know, I just I just said Samoa Joe versus Trent Beretta was the most random matchup in twenty twenty two. Keith Lee versus Colton Gunn might might and uh, had just raised the stakes in that argument. Holy uh, shit. Oh boy, is, this, is that all you have for page? Yeah, I mean, it's like, why did I fucking watch this? Number one, <laughs> number one I was fucking sick as a dog, you know, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't have been doing anything other than fucking sleeping.
2: Oh you know, goodness. but it's
0: just, it's just, you know, why do I watch this shit? Um, Alright, so that covers our week in wrestling And then now we're getting into the fun stuff I have a couple of lists for you Oh god Alright, well first of all Before we do that The AEW tournament's going to continue next week I didn't post anything this week So I will be doing that uh, tomorrow And then next Saturday We will reveal the winners of that those matches Okay, sounds good <laughs> So for this, the first one I have for you is my WrestleMania twenty-seven to thirty-eight rankings.
1: Okay, well I I already know I already know what the bottom one is.
2: Twenty
1: seven um, Yes! Well played, Elio, well played!
0: Alright, yeah, I'll, that, 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 I'll, that. I'll give you a virtual hug for that. Alright, that, that is... Uh, <laughs> so, these are the top 12. Okay. Because uh, WrestleMania 27 to 38, okay. Okay. Number 11, this was a really weird one. WrestleMania 32. Yeah, I agree. That, that was weird. I was uh, I was actually in Florida when this took place. I got to watch it on my iPad at my cousin's house. Yes, yeah. so I mean, at least I got to watch. It. I don't remember much about it, but was
1: wasn't that the one that had Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose in the Anything Goes match?
0: I don't know, but I know the main event was Triple H and Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, I think I think it was. Let me let me look that up because I don't I don't want to sound like an idiot on my own podcast. Yeah, let
0: me actually look that. So as let well, me I let know.
1: me see something.
0: So that is uh, number 11. And now the top 10 looks like this. Actually, let me... Uh, I just pulled up on uh, WrestleMania 32. So let's do this one. Take care of this first. It was... Yes, it was Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. No holds barred street fight.
1: Okay, yeah, I was right. I love it. I love it when I don't look like an idiot on my own fucking show. It's okay. beautiful, isn't it? And
0: number 10. This is a top 10. WrestleMania 34. Okay.
2: Number
1: 9. WrestleMania 33. <coughs> you know what? I'm surprised that that even ranked that high because especially with how Undertaker versus Roman Reigns turned out.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, but, like, compared to, like, 32 and 27, it wasn't, uh, when you put those two, three together, 33 yeah. looks so good. Then I have WrestleMania 28.
1: So and that, what was that? Was was that number nine? 28 was number
0: eight, 29 was number seven. Okay. Number six was
1: WrestleMania thirty. Yeah, I I actually thought WrestleMania thirty was very decent.
0: Uh, no, the top five looks like this, and I'm only giving thirty six the top the number five spot because at least they, they I want to say they tried with a, they worked with what they had at the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't agree with the ranking, but I can see where it's coming from. At number four,
0: I have thirty-seven. Okay. At number three, I have thirty-five. Okay. At number two, I have
1: thirty-one. I would have had that at number one.
0: Uh, number one, I have thirty-eight. I just found that enjoyable. Okay.
1: Well, you you um you must have been the uh, you must have been counting WrestleMania Night 1 for a lot then. Because n- Night 1 was very, 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 very good. Night 2 was not at all. You're talking
0: about 38? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Night 1 had a special feel to it. Uh, night yeah. 2 was just. Bleh. Yeah. Alright, so that is uh, my uh, WrestleMania rankings from WrestleMania 1 to 38. Cheese. <laughs> Good and stuff. Now buddy. we have another list for you, Ben. Uh oh. What's that? The top ten offspring CDs ranked from worst to the best.
1: Okay, now I should explain something to to the fans before we, we get going on this list, okay? Alright. Because Next to James Ellsworth, <laughs> I am the biggest <laughs> Offspring fan you can possibly imagine. Okay. Okay? Right. Now, now, I don't have two tattoos dedicated to the Offspring like James Ellsworth. Okay. Um, but... Um,
0: I was trying to feel where that connection was. What? I was trying to figure out where that connection was between James Ellsworth and Offspring.
1: Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't spit random shit on this show. Yeah. I do my research. No, I know, I
0: didn't, I didn't know that. That's why. I was like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, um, but, um, yeah, Smash was one of the very first CDs I ever listened to as a kid, so. Yep. Okay, so now that that we have that preface, then i of the way.
0: Now, I'll tell you what. Christmas 1994, my brothers bought me a cassette. They bought me the Dazed and Confused soundtrack. However, I didn't know there was a part two, so they got me Dazed and Confused and even more Dazed and Confused. But in addition to that, I got the Smash cassette.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, that brings back some good shit, man.
0: Alright, here we go. At number ten. We have Days Go By from two thousand twelve. I agree. And number nine we have Conspiracy of One. And I could have been a little bit higher. I I'll agree with that one. And number eight, we have Splinter from two thousand three. Okay. At number seven, we have The Offspring from 1989.
1: Oh, that one hurts a little bit. That
0: one really hurts. Uh, You've heard that CD? I have to go back and listen, because I I don't think I ever heard that one. At number six, we have Let the Good Times Roll from 2021.
1: I haven't heard that CD, to be honest with you.
0: That one actually, yeah, that one has uh, the theme song from Elimination Chamber uh, a couple of years back. Okay, at number five, these are the top five now. Number five, we have the Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace from
1: 2008. I didn't hear that one either.
0: At number four, we have Americana. Okay. At number three, we have Ixnay on the ombre. At number two, we have Ignition from
2: 1992.
0: Oh boy, okay. And at number one, we need a drum roll for this. Smash from 1994. Yes,
1: hell yes. That, in, that entire list is now justified only because of that rain. That was an awesome CD.
0: So the, actually, uh, we just made history on this podcast—the first list that uh, Ben didn't have to uh, lose his shit and go on a rant. Absolutely, well, you're <laughs> absolutely right. What does that mean? Uh, all right, so Ben, you guess what time it is? Time to fire up the line for Time Warp. Absolutely. And this week, now before we do that, I'm going to have to tell fans, On last week we attempted to do a revamp and Michael was all excited about the new, the new revamped version of Time Warp because we tried to do a screen share, but that didn't work out the way we had hoped. So, we're going to have to go with audio, which, thinking about it, is basically the same, kind of the same. Because it's like, we're actually there watching this. And and it's not 2022. It's actually 1984 when we're listening to this.
2: Okay, cool.
0: So, we have Mid-South from September 18th. 1982. I just said 84 is random because uh, that a lot of future shows are going to be from 84.
1: Excuses, excuses, excuses.
0: Those are not excuses, sir. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to start with uh, Kamala Vignette. This one is so weird. <laughs>
3: Ladies and gentlemen, your first event, one fall, or 10 minutes, from New York City, 275 pounds, Axel Duggan. His opponent, from Portland, Oregon, at 241
4: pounds, Jesse Barr. Your introduction of your opening event from the Pacific Northwest, Jesse Barr, trained by his father, professional wrestler Sandy Barr against the foot stomping ruffian. From New
1: York State, Hacksaw Duggan, Bill Watt.
4: There's that spear. <laughs> There's just that
1: saw spear. Hacksaw he is level. A foot, Jesse Barr and Hacksaw are yeah. really powerful. Okay, I'm sorry. That's, that's going to be the name of the podcast. He just this shows that episode.
2: power and
5: that stamina. He just picks the man. Look at him, just carry Jesse Barr, 245 pounds. He carries him around like a rag doll. Backbreaker.
4: I don't think Jesse Barr had a chance once the Hacksaw speared him. One, two, three, counted by Rick Ferreira and Hacksaw Duggan with a victory over Jesse Barr. We'll be back. Our second event, one fall, our 10-minute time
3: limit. Introducing the current North American heavyweight champion from Omaha, Ted DiBiase. And his opponent at 222 pounds from Nashville, Tennessee, Johnny
4: Rich. At the has been introduced to the boos of the crowd here at Mid-South Wrestling, the North American Heavyweight champion from Omaha, Nebraska. His opponent dressed in red and white, Johnny Rich, the cousin of wildfire Tommy Rich. Johnny Rich as
5: the champion of a lot of trouble. He's got him with that Oklahoma ride, that cradle. He's got DiBiase down. DiBiase barely got out. DiBiase swinging and missing. Johnny Rich has really got him in a predicament. DiBiase kicked out again. DiBiase going to the tights. He's going to the tights. I don't think Johnny Rich is aware of it. DiBiase really tagged him.
4: Alfred Neely counted three, he could have counted more. Teddy DiBiase, the North American Heavyweight champion, gains the victory over Johnny Ridge. We'll return after this message from Mid-South Wrestling Television Network. Oh, boy, everybody knows there's a battle
5: for supremacy going on in the Mid-South area, a battle with two individuals that ask no quarter and give none. That's between Colonel Buck Robley and General Skandar Akbar. And Akbar is making his first appearance on Mid-South Wrestling to wrestle since being the North American champion and he knowing Robley I as a sporting
0: man has
5: made an unusual no, wager
1: either. let's listen to that wager as Akbar pre-recorded it <coughs> Colonel
3: Buck Robley I'm a little sick of your accusations that I can't back up what I say now I'm wrestling today on Mid-South Television for the first time since I was North American champion now Robley I know you're wrestling because I checked with Grizzly Smith so i'd like to make a little wager i understand you're a gambling man although you squander and lose all your money on the race tracks, and you always come back to the mid-south busket here's ten $100 one hundred dollar bills a thousand dollars that says i can beat my man today on mid-south television quicker than you can beat
0: your man so how about i'm gonna beat? beat the car challenge i haven't this
1: lost any would sure be my, done my hundred dollar bills right here so let's have the little wager robley once again i can beat my man quicker than you can beat your man right here on mid-south television
2: what about it colonel big mouth once again put your money where your mouth is robley our next event one fall with a 10 minute time limit
3: from beirut lebanon at 251 pounds Skandar Akbar, the general. Skandar Akbar. His opponent,
4: from Knoxville, Tennessee, 218 pounds, Tim Hunter. Tim Hunter in the maroon burgundy tights, now shedding his colorful jacket of the same color. Against Skandar Akbar in the black tights with the usual camel on the
5: side. Right. Horner going for an inside cradle. Akbar. Lock it up. That was close. Powering in on the young man. Back breaker. Akbar sits into that camel clutch, into the small of the back, and he's ripping the young man's neck up. and puts all the nerves in the vertebrae in the back
4: in a screaming agony. Ackbar with a victory over Tim Horner. Colonel Buck Robley takes on Kelly Koniski When we return after this word from Mid South Wrestling.
3: Awesome Make Jack Curtis. I'm always one step ahead of you, Robley.
2: Right here. I don't think you know you're wrestling the son of former world champion
3: Gene Koniski. And I've got a nice, sizable bonus for this young man.
2: And I feel confident that he could really, really give you a shellacking, Robley.
3: As a matter of fact, I've got ten $100 bills. Look at it. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let the referee hold it. Okay, and this match you... It took Akbar two minutes and ten seconds to defeat Horner, so you have let's see you beat that one, boy. You must win your match in less time than that to win the thousand dollars, or you pay a thousand dollars. Two minutes, ten seconds. Okay. Right. This is one fall, a ten-minute time limit. Introducing from Canada at 275 pounds. This is Kelly Kaninsky. His
4: opponent. The Colonel himself from Amarillo. Buck Robley. Introduction, Kelly Koniski already having been announced as his son of the former world heavyweight champion, Gene Koniski versus Savan in a yellow shirt. back Akbar's stalling already. The time clock's running on Robley, 2.10, 2 minutes and 10
5: seconds, and Akbar's trying to stall, nearly trying to get him out of there with the devious one, Colonel Robley. He's loaded right there. One, two, three, and Skandar Akbar just lost 1,000 smackers. $1,000 at Robley. Akbar tried to stall. Akbar snatched $1,000 away from Alvin Neely. But Buck Robley. And there's $1,000 up in the air out there right now, and the Colonel is after Buck Robley. And he's throwing him out. Akbar trying to stall, and Robley's picking up the one. 000. $1,000, Colonel Buck Robley. Colonel Buck Robley's got a grand right there. I'm sure
0: Louisiana Downs will be happy. Ten, one. So, I don't think we had the time on that one, though, but it was less than two minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Because I I saw that when I was watching this match. If you blinked, you would have missed it because... Uh, Buck Robley just line Kelly Kineski and uh, covered him for the three-count. That was it. So
1: that's really WWE T style booking.
2: <laughs> or I
1: should say Charlotte Flair
0: booking. <laughs> all right, go we with the next one.
3: Our next event for the Mid-South Tag Team Titles and TV time remaining, introducing the challengers, led by the general himself, first of all, Six foot ten, over 450 pounds, the one man gang!
1: His tag partner,
3: from Mongolia, over 300 pounds, Killer Khan!
0: this music. I
1: know, it's terrible. I
0: can't even raise your mouth now.
1: I know, it's
5: beautiful. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Him up for the body slam, drives him in. Now the gang, the gang is distracted the referee and blocking off. And Khan's going for the patented. Olympia got out of the way. They were trying to put him away and win the titles. Olympia, Olympia tags it off. J.Y.D. in there with both men, headbutt, skiller, con. Olympia, drop-kicking, con. J.Y.D.'s got 454 pounds in here. He thumps him and the whole ring almost goes... Agmar trying to come in, Olympia holds him off in a victory, and listen to this crowd boy fierce at what
4: the Irishman Neal Boys Club here in Shreveport. What a pandemonium. What a tremendous bluff and a great victory for the Mid-South Tank team champions, Junkyard Dog and Mr. Olympia. We'll return.
5: that man is, and right now he's fed up too, and it, uh-oh, Alfred Neely just got in that melee over that mask, Alfred Neely just got thrown out, these men are fighting, side-down masking, both up and down, and there, ladies and gentlemen, right there's the man waiting for that golden opportunity, the grappler, what's he doing, he didn't load the boat, he's trying to so wrestling too, by using his own knee lift as a weapon against the master. We're trying to add insult to injury right here. He's going for the coup de grace. But two scoops right out of the way. The master knows the defense to his own weapon. And wrestling too, showing who popped that knee. And he is taking his head off. And there's whoever he is back in the ring. Alvin Ailey calls for the disqualification. He's seen both men. But wrestling 2's not stopping on the bell. He's firing away and he's whipping them both, and everybody knows.
0: And listen to him, two, 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 up. Yep. Now Ben, yeah. This next match, this was uh, another standby match with TV time remaining. I can't believe this guy was a champion in Mid South. Okay, just. Here we go with the the next match. Our second
3: TV match. The time remaining, TV time remaining, one fall. Introducing from Birmingham at 226 pounds, Larry Clark. His opponent, the current Louisiana State heavyweight wrestling champion. He's from Canada. Iron Mike Sharp.
1: Larry Clark in the purple against the... You used to tell me, me to Iron Mike Marker Sharp Canada, was a
0: champion really in really the <laughs> mid-south? Right. Holy shit. I can't believe this guy that, he, that was like a WWF loser. He used to lose all of the matches that he was in. And yet yeah, he was champion in the mid-south. Well, I guess he's got make money
1: somehow,
2: huh?
5: Larry Clark going behind, but oh, look how the big man Mike Sharp just rolls behind him, rolls him up. Mike is so powerful. The big thing is there's a lot of big, powerful men around. You can go to almost any bar or hockey tonk on a Saturday night and see some big, powerful men, but what you don't see is men in the physical condition of Mike Sharp, men that have got the whim and train constantly. That's the difference because... You pop him two or three times, and he's just getting wound up and warmed up. He's, he's clubbing that Larry Clark two or three times. That Larry Clark right now is asking himself, what am I doing in here? Look at that. He leveled him. That's the, that's the thing you have with all these top pros. They're in condition. driver, the Louisiana champion, Iron Mike Sharp.
4: He stretched Larry Clark right out. One, two, three with the pile driver. Iron Mike Sharp is
0: victorious against Larry Clark. Alright, so that was a mid-south from September 18th, 1982. I am Mike Sharp, the Louisiana champion, defeating Larry Clark in the main event.
1: Oh, Lord. There's something I thought I would never hear.
0: (laughs) right. Now, um, earlier I was watching Wrestling TV and now we have a show on Tuesday night. We'll be back here with our our, um, our predictions predictions for backlash but i was surprised for time warp actually what's that no before that i'm actually gonna see about recording the other date i have saved on here and then but i'm also gonna record this other one that i found on wrestling tv earlier which i'm happy that there was commentary on there and this one, I'm not going to tell my co hosts or the fans right now, but it's going to be a surprise because uh, if uh, all the shows on there are like this one, then we're going to have fun here with Time Warp.
1: are Looking forward to it.
0: So, by the way, before we uh, close out the show, we're going to go to our last segment Wrestling yes,
1: indeed. Absolutely.
0: Uh, you thought I was going to close up the show, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe you forgot. I'm like,
2: wait, no! <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I'm not, mm-hmm. I didn't forget nothing. Let me just... Uh, we'll be right back. I'm going to just pull up the playlist here. All right, Ben, wrestling with that. Are you ready? Yes, sir. So basically, I played 21 themes. Michael host has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to and I only play 10 seconds of it, so here we go. Yep. Track number one. The Revival? The Revival. There's actually words to this theme. I can't. I can't believe you had, there's actually uh, lyrics to this one. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next one. So one and no. Is that Paul? One No. Who was it? That is the Headbangers still a good guess though alright here we go one and one the clones? no that was Savio Vega good friend of the show good deal alright one and two sorry bud here we go, track four. Hey! Mira
5: quien llegó! El que no era nada! I cool. Yes!
1: I have no idea.
0: That is Carlito. I never heard that version of the theme. <laughs> that is from the Reckless Intent C D. Oh,
1: okay, which means it was a remix. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's called Ken so yo, or Who Am I? Okay, though. All right, here we go.
1: Pass. I don't know. That is, that is Drew Gulak. Oh, well, of course I wouldn't know that because <laughs> they don't play the scene <laughs> fucking ever. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. That
0: is Rob Van Damme. Oh Jesus, that's okay. Alright, here we go. Track number seven. Seven.
1: I don't know, Mike
0: Knox? I have no idea. That Mike Knox. Wow, that was a random (laughs) guest. No, that is Dana Brooke. Oh geez. okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, one and six six. Do you go track seven?
1: Taka Mits No. Funaki?
0: No, that is the Orient Express. Oh,
2: fuck. Yeah, and I right. said,
0: I, I said, I said the word "Orient" on the show. Because why would they call themselves that if that was if it? Was bad to say that word? Oh dear! All right, so one and
1: seven. seven. I'm not doing too good here, boys. <laughs> I have no idea. That is Big E. Okay. Uh,
0: that was an NXT theme. Alright. I gotta make a comeback here, boys. So 1 and 8, right? Yeah. Here we go, track 9.
2: What the hell?
0: I don't know. That <laughs> is Christian. Jesus that Christ. That was his Ministry of Darkness uh, um, theme. When he I don't think it or his any, approved theme. I don't think it can get any worse here, boys. One and nine. Okay, here we go, are you ready?
1: Yeah.
0: you should do good with this one.
1: What? Oh yeah, I hope so. I don't know.
2: That
0: is earthquake. Oh god. Alright. Okay, one in ten. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. This next one should be alright. Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: Yo 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 yo. Papa,
1: a and check your rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Shad Gaspar. That's crime time.
0: Crime time. So it's 2 and 10? Uh, yeah. Track 13. Here we go.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. That is Hideo Tommy. Okay. Well, he was there for a cup of coffee. What the fuck?
0: Okay, eleven two, and two. Two and eleven. Eh. I mean, two and eleven. Here we go.
2: What the fuck did I get? You
1: <laughs> Sounds like the Chinese jingle or whatever the fuck <laughs> is. I I don't know.
0: That is the I Am chic. Oh, jeez. Okay, 2, Two and 12. 12. Okay, here we go. Track 17, are you ready? Yeah. No, yeah. Track, Track 17. 15. 15. Sure. Yeah. Track 15,
2: here we go. Come to Puerto
0: Rico, the shining
1: The Clones or Los
0: Matadores or something? No, it is not.
1: Yes, it is, you dipshit.
0: It is the Shining Stars. Uh,
1: Which is the Clones? Three and (laughs) eleven. No, three and twelve. Okay, three and twelve.
0: Alright, track sixteen, are you ready?
1: Yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to get from that? What okay. Don't know. That is too much. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what else is too much? The ending of this show. I'm sucking wind here.
0: Well, I I have something to say about it afterwards. So three and thirteen, here we go. Track seventeen, are you ready?
2: Okay. Mr. Mister- <laughs>
1: Ken Kennedy.
0: No, it's not. It's Mr. Kennedy. Uh, four and uh, yeah, four and thirteen. Okay. All right, track eighteen. You ready? Yep.
1: I don't know. That is search and slaughter. What the drizzling dog shit is
0: going on here? <laughs> 3 and 15. 4 and 15. 4 and 15. Yeah, 4. Okay. So, track 20, already. you ready? Yeah.
1: I couldn't hear that. Can you play that again? Hey.
2: Uh,
0: Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, five and six and fourteen. Okay. All right, last one, Ben.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That is James
0: Ellsworth. Oh, God. Okay. All right. That is it for Wrestling Lad. 6 and 15. Yeah, that was
2: not very good.
0: However, I have a theory about this. I think you came into this show thinking, I'm going to suck tonight because I can always make it up on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, well.
0: You know, small blessings, ladies and gentlemen, small <laughs> blessings. Now, however, Ben, I'm going to give you the option. We can do wrestling roulette or we can do guess the theme. Guess the theme. All right, we can do that. Okay. Alright, that, that, of course, that's different because that has WWE, AEW, WCW, and all that. So all you have to do is pass. You don't have to give me an answer if you don't know it. Okay, cool. Alright, so we should bring this show to a
1: close. Absolutely, man. Alright. Good to get back home with you, though, man. It's been too long.
0: It feels like we've been on vacation. Yeah, it really does. Alright, so... That is it. Another edition of the PNC for Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio He's Ben. We'll be back on Tuesday night with our Wrestlemania Backlash predictions. Ben, say goodnight to the fans.
1: See you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us and I'm glad I didn't cough in your ears for an hour and a half. Okay. Stepped in the right direction. We'll see you later. Welcome to the
2: greatest of